The flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. Alright, so this is the flogcast back again for 2018. The emotionally checked out Tiger Starburns is here, and I'm joined by the Queen of Bay 13, Morgan Ashley. Welcome back. And... Also, the sycophants, including the Andrew Mackey of podcasts from St Kilda Cookson. Uh, welcome all for another fun season. So, it's been a long off-season. It's been a few months. I'm sure we've got plenty of reasons to goo or tears about what's going on. So, what do we have? I've got both goo and tears. I've got to have tears for that valiant and proud American hero Tom Brady being denied <laughs> at the post. Such a shame. Would have been fantastic. But I also have... Beaten by Nick Foles. Hey, there's some performance-enhancing drugs in there. It's Philadelphia. We can never be sure. What, like horse shit? Or cheesecake. (laughs) Or cheese steak or whatever the fuck they have. Cheese steak. It was disgusting. I had one. Don't worry. He made himself feel better by kissing his son. (laughs) Yeah, that's weird. (laughs) That was so weird. Why do some people do that? That was so weird. I mean, what's wrong with a handshake, you know, high five, but just kiss on the lips, that's... Come on. And I suppose goo. Donald Trump could bring world peace. That'll be fun. Dapper John will so never go for goo. it. So there's my Yeah. You don't want to elaborate on either of those? We normally do. Oh, the Super Bowl was so far away, but it was actually a good game. I mean... It was. It was a, it was a shootout. Game. What, Brady got 500-odd yards, falls 300-odd. You had the Philly special. Both defenses struggled. A fucking proper game. What do you want a final to be? And, yeah. Absolutely. That's the sort of thing. If, if you're watching that game as one of those randoms who only watches one game a year because it's the Super Bowl, you'd, you'd walk away from that going, hell, I might watch more of that. That was up there as one of the best ones in recent years, clearly. Morgs, what do you got? If, yeah, you I, was pretty, I was pretty disenfranchised after the Saints fucking managed to steal defeat out of the jaws of victory. Old mate who um, tackled no one. Oh, mate Welcome to being a Saints air. fan. Like, lit- literally, he could have been Ty Vickery marking the balls. That's what it was like. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it was like. He tackled air and all he had to do was get him out of bounds. Like, just, just, just grab him. That's it. Just mm. grab him. Oh, my God. I can't. I still, no, can't deal. So I was didn't give a fuck for two weeks. But luckily... There was a break, and so by the time Super Bowl came around, like, it didn't burn so much. Plus, it wasn't the Vikings there either. Yeah, Minnesota didn't make it, which is great, so that old 100-year-old bitch who got a ticket to the Super Bowl didn't get to watch her team suck shit. (laughs) What a crock of shit that was. What? You've never been to a playoff game before? Well, well, aren't you a fucking bandwagoner? Go away, Millie, you 100-year-old mole. You're just like the Philly fans who, after they won the NFC Championship, started chanting, fuck Millie, fuck Millie. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the best. Go, Philly. Fly, Eagles, fly. That's why they won. So good. Anyway, so I'm really, really happy for Nick Foles and, you know, all the people who fucking, obviously, God barracks for Philadelphia this year, which is really sick of him. <laughs> I hope he never barracks Minnesota so Millie doesn't get to watch anything good ever again. Yeah, God really pulled it out for... Um, Nick yeah, well, obviously God hates Millie. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, I don't know. What else has happened? AFLW's alright. Yeah, I got goo for that. I got goo for Mo Hope. She learned how to play football. Cool. So I got tears for Tyson Goldsack. 
bit sad about that. Yeah, he, he's not one of those players who... Like, he's not like a Nathan Freeman type where if he gets injured, you go, ha, ha, ha. Oh, that's not well, fair. Well, no, no, no. That's not he, fair. No, Nathan Freeman never... is a delightful young man. He deserves Don't injury troll. No, we're not... This is not an in- injury troll. Like, we're talking about a Collingwood player. We don't injury troll them. But... <laughs> Like, I'm, I'm sad for Goldie, but he reckons he's been very optimistic and to try and get back by the end of the year because he only has a one-year contract and, don't know, depending on how things pan out this year, don't know whether he'd get another one, so he's got to try and get back. Collingwood have form. Like, what? look what happened to Kate Sheehan. Oh, fuck Kate Sheehan. No, I've got goo for Kate Sheehan and her stupid fucking opinion, which turned around our season. Thanks, Kate, you dumb mole. Anyway, oh, I'm not bitter. I really wanted to be more positive on this thing this year. <laughs> We're off to a great start. I wish death on a hundred-year-old lady. Maybe Collingwood will win, and it won't be so bad. Can I have a? Can I have additional goo? Yes. Sure. The two young Californian men who walked up to like some bullshit political committee and started telling why house parties are important. Those people are political leaders of the twenty-first century. So why water? Why water important? House parties. Are they banning house parties in America? What's the context? They're apparently banning them in California. What? In California of all places. And these two fuck-off stoners walk in and just say, we've got a party on, bruh. That's not if a party, that's a us gathering. Us oh, and oh, we have oh. joining us now the Darren Hinch of Bay 13, Dan. Oh, this isn't my intro, is it? That was your intro, yes. Oh, so just getting straight into it. Yeah, we've started. Oh. We couldn't wait for you. It's a, it's a new year. Morgs is positive and... We're trying to start earlier and, yeah. Be more healthy and all that bullshit. Since when is Morgs positive? Well... Since today. Yeah, since, since today, today. For about 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, no, I started just before, but that's okay. Got to start somewhere. Yeah, it's, it's all about self-improvement, Dan. What are you going to do? What's your new What's your new flogcast resolution? Probably just to say less, given the, the outtakes I listened to <laughs> a few weeks ago. It wasn't really outtakes. It was just a piss-on-Dan session for, for an you gave us some of the best material, man. There wasn't much else that everyone else did. It was all you talking about Dennis. You talk about Kate. So I'm just, I'm just, about... I'm just carrying the, the team. Am I? No, no one else wanted to chip in with some material. Well, we're all endeavouring to do that this year, Dan. Most of us didn't really care about Caitlyn Jenner's junk. We have no resolution on Dennis, anyways, and who he is <laughs> and what it means to the Cookson. He's never come on. <laughs> Dan's lasted about as long as Morgz has on this new... <laughs> sorry, sorry to interrupt. More Cookson and house parties. Yeah, just Chad, JT, sticking to fight Chad. with the man. Hope they party on forever. Chad's such a party name. Chad. <laughs> the Chad. <laughs> I wish his name was The Chad. Why not? He's not going to get taken seriously unless he's The Chad. The Chad 2020. So, no, go or tears, Dan. What do you got? Um... I ran over a possum last week. <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose, obviously. It was did you run back no, did you run sorry. back over it to put it out of its misery? That's what you meant to say. No, I, no, I just I, I got out of the car and I and I had a look to see what it was. I I initially thought it was someone's cat and I just feared the worst, but when I found out it was just a, a possum and I was like, Oh, that's all right, I don't have to knock on people's doors to see if hey, this, is this your cat or something? No, I just Get back in the car and drive along. But, you know, ideally you don't want to be doing that sort of thing. As a learner driver, I did that same thing and I thought I'd killed someone's cat. The instructor assured me it was a possum and we didn't get out to check. You didn't lose any... He got out, I did. 
What? You didn't deduct any points off your off your learners. Yeah, well, 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 you it wasn't the a test, test at the time. Test. It wasn't a test. Oh, test. okay. All right. You don't do the test at <laughs> night when the possums are out. That would be pretty stingy if you lost points for running over a possum. <laughs> you nailed your three point turn, but that possum, mate, failed. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could have swerved across it. <laughs> or I failed because I swerved out of the way of the possum. Now that would be harsh. Well, what are you? Are you supposed to swerve or? You, no, I don't. Know, I don't think you're meant listen, to swerve. No. No. It's natural never, selection. Never. It's natural selection. If the animal's stupid enough to move in front of a car and it gets run over, fuck the animal. I mean, at the time I felt fuck pretty shit, but I don't feel shit now because they're, they're everywhere, those things. They shit everywhere. So is this your goo? <laughs> yeah. No, it's not my goo. I'm just, I'm just saying I, feel, I, I don't feel as bad now, but at the time I did. Like, if it was someone's dog or cat, it would probably still be eating me up, but, you know, oh, yeah. it's just the possums. Yeah, but instead you ate it up. Oh, can you... Don't say that. What if it was a domesticated possum? Domesticated possum? Mm. What if it was domesticated? Well, who who owns a possum? Uh, possum owners? Yeah, people taking strays of all sorts of animals. Suze has cats. Like, maybe someone took in a possum and domesticated it. It's probably the only time I would probably enjoy running over a cat if it was hers. <laughs> oh, don't worry, she wouldn't scrape it off the road. No. But let's let's get off that topic. Anything else you've got? What else did you do other than run over a possum? In, is that a summary of your last three months? You're pretty good for some off-topic goo and tears. Oh, I probably did have some other stuff that I wanted to mention, but I've sort of forgotten about it now. I should I should have more. You're you're right. It's it's been however long it's been since we last did this, but yeah, nothing's. I might have something next week. All right, I've got goo, and we'll bring it back full circle where we started. I've got goo for the Philly Eagles fans. Really, that was. Some of those celebrations were just off the scale with the horse shit video. If anybody, <laughs> said... oh, it was, it was very, it was very Richmond-like when you guys celebrated last year. I, we could, we can't compete with that. All we did was throw a traffic cone through the Lexus Center and jump on one car. They you like destroyed cars and broke windows. They literally shops. tried to burn the city down. <laughs> It would have been no difference if they won or lost. Yes, exactly. And like climbing, they had to grease up the poles so they wouldn't climb them, but they did it anyway, twice. What is wrong with people when they feel the need to do this shit after their team has has won? I don't know, you have to get it out. Like, when we won the flag, like, I didn't know what to do with myself. I just didn't, I didn't know how to celebrate it properly. These people just went all out. Like, they were jumping off awnings in the street. and (laughs) The hotel one that collapsed. Yeah, the hotel one, that was so funny. It's like the Titanic going down or something. <laughs> you knew it was going to end bad, but you weren't fucking going to scroll to the next video. No, The sure. June buggy up the stairs at the art museum. When that, that was just the <laughs> NFC Championship game, that one. It's like, oh, the guy, who, who in the Philly guy needs running... a June buggy anyway? <laughs> What's they, what have they got that lying around for? The guy running into the pole of the train <laughs> station. <laughs> oh, I saw that. That was funny. I saw that. There were multiple videos of that from different oh, yes, angles. Yes, the one, the one, where, the the one from behind him where he gets fucked up. It's like, holy shit, that's way worse than it ever seemed. Yeah. It's like he didn't get dragged under the train. Yeah, he, it was funny the first time. Then you see it like that, and you're like, ooh, jeez. But Morgs is right. Like, when Richmond won the flag, I wasn't sure how to celebrate. Like, I sort of wanted to get out into the street, but I didn't know what I'd do. Instead, it was just quiet beers. But it's just like... I think you sort of revert. Well, you did You did the sensible, logical thing. That's what most people should have done. Instead, they went all feral. I think you're entitled to go a little bit crazy and close the street down. You just don't need to jump on cars. But my point is, I think it comes back to your, your actual nature. If you're someone who's probably got that burning desire to fuck shit up, 
that's the excuse you take. And in a place like Philly, that's probably they probably hate their city enough in as much as they love it to tear the shit down. And I think Richmond supporters are a little bit like that. You know, we spat on our coach. We dumped shit on our club. We, we're a negatively passionate bunch. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. Morgs, what did you do when Collingwood won, if you didn't know how to celebrate? I ran up and down the street for a while. Would that, would that fit and, your character? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's pretty normal. Yeah. But, like, I got so drunk that I missed the third quarter because I was, like, just so happy that I missed the third quarter. I was just chucking the whole time. And, the, like, the last quarter, I couldn't believe what I was actually seeing. It was just amazing. I think by the, much. by the third quarter in that game, I think it was pretty much over. Yeah. It was oh, yeah. it was over when Revolt got spoiled. Yes, that was that. Honest. It was over when Revolt got smothered. It's just one of those moments you you know, you just. I'm know. like, fuck it, we ain't winning it. I'm going to play some games. But yeah, the Philly Eagles fans were great. The cel- Super Bowl was a great game, but the celebrations afterwards, shit like that's hilarious. And I'm sure they did a hell of a lot of damage. But... Did they try and take down the Rocky statue? No, but I did. I do like the jokes about that, that now Philly can actually put up statues of um, <laughs> real, real, real sporting real, heroes. Real accomplishments. <laughs> <laughs> Your greatest sporting icon is fake. Uh, just wait till there's Ben Simmons and also Dane Swan having a 4 and 20 pie. That's no, what there needs the, to happen. The Nick Foles statue needs to go up. I've got fucking tears. I just decided, fuck Ben Simmons. Oi. I'm so sick of hearing about fucking Ben Simmons. Not even the best player in his team. Fuck him. No, he's not, but he's pretty good. He's pretty good. I mean, Why are you hating on. on all these Melbourne-born NBA players? Why do you hate them so much? I love Kyrie. You love Kyrie now? <laughs> oh, that's interesting. He's a Celtic. Yeah, that's... that's, that's Is it, isn't, isn't he a flat earth enthusiast? Yes, he is. Yeah. And Morg's called him oh. on it, and now he's okay. Because he's a Celtic. <laughs> no. He, I did call him the worst Melbourneian there's ever been and an idiot for being a flat earther. And now I get to enjoy watching him play every week. And I love it. So you, you sold yourself because he plays in the team that you yeah. like. So you... That I love, yeah. So why can't you have this sort of rationale when it comes to Scott Pendlebury? Because he's a fuckhead. <laughs> you got one guy who's the captain of your team who's like he's been one of the best midfielders and in the last 20 probably years. believes that the world is round. Yeah, and then you got some guy. Who oh, you know why up. he would believe that? He'd believe anything you tell him to. The boring fuck. Oh, the earth's round. The ox is slow, and the earth is round. <laughs> That's what he tells his kid to put it to sleep. Kid sleeps fourteen hours a day because he doesn't want to be around him. The boring mother. At oh. least Pendles knows when the footy's back. Oh, well, what a segue that is. I was just gonna bring up the wonderful tweet that our glorious leader of our football club and, you know, the face of Collingwood decided that he would send out a tweet that that football is back, even though our women had been playing for four fucking weeks. The face of Collingwood's Eddie Maguire, come on. The captain of our club, <laughs> who apparently he's an intelligent man, bullshit, he's not. He should not be sending tweets like that. Is that a, when is, the women that have a, been playing for weeks. Is that a sexist tweet, is it? It is a very sexist tweet. Yeah, but the women's team is shit, though, Morks. I mean, who cares? <laughs> he was talking up AFLX. Yeah, that was the most offensive part of the tweet for mine. It wasn't even real football. No, the criticism of him was right, that he was wrong to tweet that it was great to see footy back, because footy wasn't fucking back yet. 
Well, how can you really say footy's back when the Collingwood women's team is putting on the sort of stuff that they're putting on at the moment? I mean, um, we've been great for the last three weeks. Thank you very much. Are they the worst team in the go? Morgs, you've got once again more to say on this. Well, look, this team just be my podcast if you like. You, you, I don't you did quite. come armed with AFLW stuff. I thought you were going to be nice this year. What's, what's no, nope. what, I, I am positive. I'm being positive about oh, positive. Hollywood's AFLW team. Yeah. So all I hear about is how on the, in the off-season, like Carlton have, have recruited so well and they've got this culture that everyone wants to go and play at Carlton. And so they get Taylor Harris off Brisbane and they get Nicola Stevens off Collingwood and they get some fucking pleb from the dogs. And this is their year, and they fucking go and win the spoon. Well, doesn't that just serve you as a bit of karma, you fucking pricks? Enjoy your women's spoon. Women's spoon. What does a women's spoon look like <laughs> as opposed to the, the, the well, AFL Well, obviously, spoon. maybe it'll get used more when they go back into the kitchen where they belong. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the shame. You have to have a team photo in the kitchen with, with the spoon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, There's I, your incentive to stay off the bottom of the ladder. They can all wear aprons and, and shit. I do believe there would be a... You could put a stop to tanking pretty quickly if you had to have a team photo with the wooden spoon. Like, not that I believe tanking really exists, but if you were ever concerned about it, that would... There actually should be a spoon, and you should actually be forced it. to have it in your trophy cabinet if, <laughs> if you finish last. <laughs> St Kilda. Isn't that just a cuddly drawer for us? But how big is this cabinet supposed to be? Well, I mean, that's a problem if you're Carlton, but I mean... It, it's... it's a bigger problem if you're Zagilda. <laughs> hey, at least Frio have something to put in it now. Yeah, exactly. But it is pretty funny that Carlton, after all those acquisitions and playing the boring football that got them in trouble, you know, the whole, oh, no, but we're playing a win, is still going to come last. Like, they nearly ruined the game in the second season. Like, fucking Nicole Livingston had to step in and go... Guys, you can't play like that because no one's going to fucking watch. Like, bitch, get back in the pool. Shut up. Don't tell them how to play. Bitch, get back Karma in the came pool. from Carlton pretty big, though, <laughs> in that regard. It's just like Carlton's thinking up Friday nights all over again, finding new ways. Oh, Karma's still coming for Carlton. They've still got another 90 years of this shit. I like Carlton playing on Friday nights because when they lose, you're guaranteed a good weekend. Yes, but after a while, I think after that Mick Malthouse not gonna, can't see us losing a game season, I think even after about the fifth <laughs> one, it's just like, please make it stop. It's it's really ugly now. It's not like the satisfaction sort of gone. <laughs> we started feeling sorry for Carlton. No, you didn't feel sorry for them. It was just like, no. I've seen this movie before. Stop it, he's already dead. <laughs> But yeah, anything else on the AFLW, the awful, whatever? It's been a much better competition this year. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Mo Hope has found her form. Eat shit, Dan. <laughs> what what form is that? Her one and a half goals a game average. Have you been doing research, Dan? It's a rough estimate, guess, because there were games where she kicked donuts. I think she's going at one oh, a game got... fraction over. Yeah. Over, over won a game because she got dropped. <laughs> yeah, she did get dropped. Yeah, that, that, that's true. She did get dropped. But you know why? Because she's not very good. She's a suburban bully. And yet she keeps appearing on these TV ads. If she if she had any sort of morals and professionalism, <laughs> she would donate the coin that she's getting from those ads she got, to charity. She got a pay cut. She got doctor pay. She got shifted down a pay grade. Really? Yeah. She's not one of the no, marquees. She's not one of the marquees. You're so. allowed two marquees on 25 grand a season, which she was last year. She got bumped from that because she wasn't good enough to earn it. Collingwood didn't give it to her. 
no one. Well, rightly so. She was a liability to that team last year. <laughs> there wasn't a well-organised pay scale for them last year, but now she's probably where she should be. And yes. we're all reaping the benefits for it. So good on you, Collingwood. Well done. Yeah, well done, Collingwood. What about Mo? Well done, Mo, Dan. Well done, um, Way to um, take your pay cut and keep going. Yeah, her girlfriend's hot. Her girlfriend is very pretty. Yes. She lost a lot of weight, though, compared to last year. What what, what happened? Oh, she decided to train. Yeah, stopped so doing... she wasn't being a professional athlete last year. No, absolutely not. And that's why she got she got removed as a marquee player, because she wasn't being professional. She's being a fat lesbian. <laughs> and now she's a skinny lesbian. No, I don't mean that. Yes, you do. No, I don't. I, Just I'm stand sure. behind it. What did you say then that was incorrect? No, I'm not going to repeat it. That's fine. <laughs> well, no. But I think, she's, I think she's challenging the fact that what both of the things you said were correct. I think it's more the tone that you used <laughs> that might be um, objectionable. Um, no, nah, but even competition, what is it? Five teams can make the grand final as of the last week? Yep, five teams. So Melbourne and the Dogs, if they win, they're in. If they lose, then it opens it up. And, well, I would really, really, really love Melbourne to lose. What? I would love to have, I would love Melbourne to lose because I'd love to have played a part in them not making the grand final oh. again. Like oh. if Melbourne can miss finals just due to them losing to us last week, oh that would be joyful, just oh delicious. So who who do you want to win? Um, GWS. Okay, they have just about as much members as the men's team does, <laughs> and they don't have anything in their trophy cabinet. Like it's good for them. You know what's weird? I just I'm not criticising the competition, but I just don't care you know what i mean like um, i watched probably three or four games and i just it's at the pointy end of the season now and i just i'm not i'm not i'm not invested in it we did sort of discuss this before we came on about where these premierships are worth and i think we were all we were all of the opinion that they carry more weight than richmond's no fuck off (laughs) morg summed it up pretty well with the whole you said that you didn't care if you never won an AFLW premiership as long as you're winning other ones. And I, I agree. I'm actually happy that Richmond won a flag before we got an awful team to win a flag because I didn't want to be one of them people who, you know, acts like, hey, we won an awful flag. Yay. It's totally the same as winning a real one. <laughs> an awful flag. <laughs> hey, beggars can't be choosers in this situation. <laughs> I'd rather not be a beggar. <laughs> Guess who's never seen their team win a flag? You'll have something else to go in the trophy cabinet instead of spoons, cookies. So, yeah, you can join our free preseason trophies as well. Uh, <laughs> I, I forget when Adelaide won the cup. Is it? Does it look like the same as the, the AFL Premiership Cup? I think it's slightly bigger and fatter, but that's about it. Really? Uh, bigger and okay. fatter. <laughs> like Mo. <laughs> Mo. It's the Mo Hope Cup. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it, maybe it'll be smaller in the second season. The cups the same, but fatter and more lesbian. <laughs> That's really trimmed down. <laughs> it's fatter and it's got a distinct smell about it. <laughs> oh, Morgan, behave. <laughs> yeah, you're being very positive. You're making great progress, Morgan. <laughs> Small steps. But I did notice that St Kilda 
never wants to take no for an answer, have decided that they don't want to wait two years either to get an awful team. They want to get in there and win that premiership as soon as possible. They're saying to, basically saying... We're forcing the issue. Yeah, said to the AFL, look, if, we, if there's room for another team next year, can you make it us? We're ready to go. Well, hey, at least they've asked this time. <laughs> I just hope Ball when that... I hope when the AFL come around and give you a negative response that you take no means no. <laughs> St Kilda just turn up to Icon Park next year ready to play. <laughs> like we thought we told you no hasn't stopped us before. Force their way in through the gates like Judd couldn't. <laughs> You've got no proof. <laughs> You've got no proof. Oh, we can just put in our birdie. Just the man to be put in through one entrance wow. and get shoved in the other. This whole conversation is just awful. There's a segue and a half. Can we talk about the fucking Bulldogs political dramas? Oh. <laughs> How much bathwater's been drunk over that premiership? Fuck me. Everybody's got a big head. How long did it take for them to go from premiers to rabble again? Like, they very quickly forgot what got them some success and who paid the bills while they got there. Poor Susan Alberti, who probably paid for the door she was trying to walk through. I'm sorry, but you would have had to shut up shop if that woman didn't give you $4 million and this is how you treat her. Not only did she fund your men's club, but she's like one of the main people responsible for women's football (laughs) and you block her out. To be fair, it sounds as though like it's basically a door no one's meant to use and they shouldn't have locked her out. She shouldn't have arced up. Airing it publicly with all of them going through it, nobody comes out of this looking good. Someone of her stature should be able to use any door to get inside that facility. Maybe so, but if she doesn't, does it really need to play out in the media? Like, would anybody know that she was bluing with Gordon and the board if it wasn't for this fucking story? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but I was I was there on the same day, and but I wasn't at the ground. I was just trying to get... I caught the train to that station here, there, and I was trying to get picked up by NL. And so I was waiting, and they wouldn't let me wait in the car park. I was like, what do you mean I can't stand here? He's like, no, no, you can't stand in the car park. It's not open yet. I'm like, I'm not here for that, you fuckhead. I'm just want to get picked up. He's like, no, no. And he kicked me out of the car park. And then Alberti got kicked out. They really meant business that day. (laughs) I should have gone to the paper. They wouldn't let me stand in the car park. It was fucking 35 degrees. Can we say the dogs are Crazy Collingwood supporter that got kicked out of the best and fairest. Turns up to Witten Park and gets kicked out again. <laughs> there is nowhere I haven't been kicked out. You're right, though. Like, going from premiers to a rabble. And it's literally, they went from, they started a rabble, won a premiership within two years, and within two years, again, they might be back there. <laughs> oh, didn't they lose one of their recruiting guys as well? Like, either Darlimpool or McCarthy, yeah, one of the important Yes, one of the guys who literally got them half the players and said, nah, you can go. Paid with more AFL dollars at the Coles. This is not the the least of their problems. They also sacked the banner rider, who was the only thing they had going for them, because he did a performance at Gordon's house that didn't go down well. <laughs> Fucking Kim Jong Gordon threw him in the ghoul. The material didn't didn't Yeah, well he didn't exactly kick goals that day, so he got fired. 
Fucking hell. What a fucking mess. What a fall from grace. Alright, I want to talk about AFLX. Do we have to? Yeah, we, I want to talk about it because I went in with very, very low expectations and somehow it was below <laughs> Did was... you go? Oh, fuck no. Did you? Oh, yes. And I have never been more bored in my life. I walked away from that. Like, I was obviously, I didn't go to my team because we didn't play here, but I went to the one that North played in. And North played the second last game, and I was like, oh, you better not fucking win because I am not sitting through another minute of this. I'm like, I swear <laughs> to God, did, if you they? win, you, no, they lost. Oh, they I'm, lost. Like, if you, I'm like, if you win, I'm going home. I'm not sitting through this fucking crap anymore. <laughs> North and Carlton, I think, played in the highest scoring run. But even then, it was just a glorified <laughs> training session. It, it wasn't... It was, it was just crap. The high scoring doesn't matter because it's too fucking easy. Yeah. It's just end-to-end circle work, pointless shit. Like, scoring doesn't matter. It's so devalued. I don't get it. It was the most boring fucking shit. I can't think of anything I'd like to watch less. There were two guys that were performing circus acts walking up and down the side of the ground while the game was on. And this stupid woman with this colourful skirt and she was waving it everywhere. I was like, this is a fucking sideshow. The yet, whole thing was ridiculous. Isn't the whole point and then that there the was, game never stops? Yeah, and the fucking... They were just walking up and down while yeah. the game was playing. Like, one guy on another guy's shoulders. And then, like, nobody knew if it... Nobody knew if it had been fucking over 40 metres or not. So sometimes the posts line up and sometimes they don't and sometimes the things are going off and it was just a fucking shit show. Super goals. Not to mention the fucking Melbourne and St Kilda cheer squads were actually doing chants. I was oh, like, God. you are ridiculous. St Kilda probably had a banner too. Oh, fuck oh, off had... our cheer squad. They could die. Please had, don't I, die. Like, I don't know, actually. I don't think it was Melbourne. I think it was St Kilda that were doing actual chants. Oh. And I'm like, you are retarded. Don't worry, Cookie. They Why won't pass the American... working with children checks. Oh, thanks. God. Why can't an American mash shoot those cunts? Fuck me. Oh. Gosh. Oh, Wasn't your brother sitting pretty close to the cheese <laughs> that, that, that day last year? He pissed off to the bar like a reasonable man. Yeah, better... Better to cry in, in, in private than, than... Over a beer. Better to cry <laughs> over a beer. AFLX is so bad. It was, it was it awful. Anymore. And the thing about it is I actually, weirdly enough, I see some semblance of a place for it as a social sort of... No. Oh, you mean... Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be terrible to play in the same way that you can organise... Like, much like Nines is already anyway. But I guess there's yeah. even less players. But like, but not you... in the professional sense. Oh, fuck no. No one's going to watch it. It was the most boring thing to watch. But I reckon if you played it socially, the same way people like play basketball socially, where you only need five people, or netball where you need seven, you know, you could actually play that. That would be all right. And that would be better because you can't play with 18 a side on a weeknight. That's too much to do. But if you played something like that, what like once a week, you played two games of that a week, I can see that place for it. But I just, there is no way as a spectacle, that there was nothing redeemable about it, which is amazing to think. There was nothing about it that was like, hey, that was pretty cool. It was just training drills where scoring didn't matter because it was so fucking easy. Like when you've been starved of football for so long and you still turn up, watch that and go, this is crap, like you know it's bad. Yes. So I can, I'm with, I'm with Morgs here. Pendlebury's an idiot. An idiot. That wasn't, that was not football. Seriously, the women's game is so much better to watch than AFLX. And if you don't agree, you're an idiot. 
Was he holding a super duper at the time, trying to promote something? No, he's probably holding his baby upside down by the leg because he's retarded. Shit. Positivity, Morgs. Oh, yeah, but at least he was holding it. Yay. Let's move on. JLT, do we have anything? The one good thing that's come out of this from North Melbourne's point of view, I know exactly what I'm going to get from North Melbourne this year. They're going to finish rock bottom last. There's no hope. There's no miracle hope going into into this year. Jared Wade's best football's ahead of him, mate. Yeah, that wasn't a good one from Brad. This <laughs> guy's like nearly 40. I mean, you can't... <laughs> I reckon that's a coach taking the piss out of the media. He knows that there's been the potential talk forever about Wade, and he's just going, fuck it, I'll throw everyone a bone. They'll write the story. You think so? He can't mean it. He can't mean that. No, I, I wouldn't put it beyond Brad to say something as stupid as that. And he did say something as stupid <laughs> as that. So, yeah, JLT, uh, well, it's, it's just practice games. Like I said, I don't put much weight into practice games. I reckon we can get into the talking points now. We'll segue from discussion of North's fortunes to North's drunk players' culture. Well, if that's culture, then every then everyone's got to drink it because everyone drinks. Well, not everyone's players walk in front of motorcycles. Yeah, I mean, it's just that's unfortunate. It could have killed the guy. <laughs> Shit. <And he> just <laughs> managed... You say that as you chuckle. Yeah, I know. Oh, just... that guy could have died. <laughs> he could have died. <laughs> then he'd be Dysimkin, not Jysimkin. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's really much into it, really. I, I'm not going to ask for the players to be hanged just because they had, they were, got caught drinking. I mean, they could be doing far worse things in their spare time. But it's not their spare time. Like, the community camp's not their spare time. <sighs> well, well, I mean, okay, what do, what, do you, what do you should happen to these guys then? I don't know. They should be held accountable. If that was a Collingwood player, it wouldn't just be fucking page 63 at the sun. They'd be character assassinated like Jordan Ngoi was or whatever the fuck that was. Whatever it was. What did Eddie say? Bullying? Don't know, but he's had to get two fucking real jobs out of it. Poor bastard. What's he had to do? Well, he's got a real job. He has to be a landscaper and then he has to work for six hours every Saturday night with the salvos in the middle of the night. Yeah, that's so shit. Gets... I, I, I don't like so when has... clubs force players so to do that he... sort of shit. He blew point one or something. That's worse than fucking good bloke. Yeah, but he, he will actually face consequences of that with the police and i understand the donation and all that kind of shit but you've taken him out of playing for the team or indefinitely and you've made him train with the vfl but now you've made him get a job as a landscaper so five days a week you've taken from him well that's a job you can't do whilst pits so i don't blame and then (laughs) you start taking drinking travelers on the way home then you've made him work on a Saturday night as well. So you've given him one day off a week. Whilst he has to train Ridiculous. with the BFL team. Yeah, and do a hamstring. Good work, cockheads. This is a big overreaction because Geelong got amazing results out of Stevie J getting shit-faced up in the country that one time, suspended him for five weeks and basically told him to fuck off and he came back and went on to be an absolute gun. It's just like every ever since everybody's done this whole, oh, you need to, you need to take your career seriously don't take it for granted blah 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 and that's where we're at like i'm i'm amazed by the dropping of the friends thing even though he volunteered that that's just like you shouldn't have to do that really absolutely shouldn't have to do that fuck jake king was allowed to be friends with that toby mitchell dude forever toby mitchell just wasn't allowed at richmond and if you want to do oh but but he was allowed at the fucking jlt game last week was he but we can't do much about that he was there with jake king I was like, I just seen a crime. But yeah, like it's—I don't think you can do that. I think you can find him. I think you can, 
think you can make him train with the VFL team, but I think that's a little bit overdone. That said, it was fucking stupid by Dugowie, considering the dog thing of a year before where it was an alcohol-related thing, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He punched somebody in a nightclub. you got to be smarter than that. Like, it's fucking... He would be on enough coin to catch a fucking cab. Everyone's on enough coin to catch a fucking Uber. Yes, Please. exactly. Didn't didn't Richmond tell Dustin Martin that he couldn't be mates with Daniel Connors at some point in his in his career because of drinking I think, and I, shit? I think we actually, I think we did. Yes, good point. I hope Dusty negotiated to be friends with his friend again in his in his multi million dollar contract with Richmond. No, instead they let him be friends with Swanee. <laughs> Come on, players drink. I mean, there's players right now as we're talking that are drinking. I mean, it's just. It is what it is. 20% of them? More. Half the players in the competition today at some point would have had a drink. Half of them would have had a beer today. Why not? Okay. It's a lot when you think about it. I'm not saying they got pissed drunk or anything. I'm just saying they had a drink. Speaking of over-punishing a player to, I guess, players getting their own way, we'll segue to this. How's Melbourne with the fucking boot camp? Soft. Oh, my God. Really, really soft. Piss fucking week. Don't you really enjoy it? I really enjoy it when a club comes out and just behaves in the manner that they are stereotyped. (laughs) Just reiterates everything about them. Yeah, when they when they really validate your accusations of them, and they just make you feel like, yeah, you know what? I am right. You are soft pieces of shit. I think that was great. I loved it. I hope they whole fucking. I hope they chicken out of everything. I think that. The whole thing might potentially ruin their season because they're going to be sledged for it from opposition players. Like when and there's they goals, they don't have the mental resolve like, to tough well, enough. Well, they're not going to. Or it looks like they're not going to win. The players like, are you guys okay? You're not doing it too hard. Training mm-hmm. all right this week. They're going to cop it. Honestly, you do what's instructed of you. You don't sulk. The club would know. The coaching staff would know whether this is something that was worth it and whether it was obscene. And yet. The players as a group got together and said, we don't want it that much. It's too hard. I get hurt. I don't want to do it. It's meant to be fucking hard. And if you can't put that aside for four days or whatever, then spare me. Weak. Pussies. And we are probably going to lose to North again on this ridiculous streak that we've got. And we're shit. I reckon their women's team would have done it too. Old old Fivehead would have been all, all over it. Yeah, because she doesn't lack a bit of brain. <laughs> no. Fivehead wouldn't, she wouldn't have pussied out like they did. They'd love to, though. <laughs> Don't make pussy jokes, Morgan. Sorry. No, I, it, it was just poor. And whatever their excuse is, is not good enough. No. Whether they were worried about injuries because they can't pack bags properly and one of them got concussion because the brick in his bag hit him in the head. Like, how fucking stupid do you have to be? Because I couldn't follow instructions, so I didn't pack my bag properly. Oh, God. Concussed by a brick in the bag. Not even McCartan would do that. Oh, McCartan. They wouldn't let him carry bricks. <laughs> he would have got concussed putting on the fucking bag. He got concussed when he got the letter telling him he had to go there. God. Poor prick. Nah. It's one of those things. Like, I was actually thinking, despite the, despite the absolute fuck-up against Collingwood in round 23, I was thinking, Melbourne might be the riser this year. They might push top four. The list is in solid shape if they just get it together mentally. Well, this just says that they're never going to get it together mentally. It's not happening. No. The commitment's not there. Jack Watts is gone, but it's clearly it's clearly more than that. It's bruise-free all over again. Like, they lost to St Kilda in the JLT. Did they or did they, they come beat. back? 
they beat us, but we came back massively against them. Okay, my bad. Then. Yeah, which made Boss look like a bit of a fucking wanker when he'd gone off half cocked at half time, <laughs> saying about how how good Melbourne are and they're they're fucking looking right for the flag this year. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and then he did the same during um, the Collingwood JLT came and said, uh, Pies 5-13 first half, two more years of Nathan. <laughs> and then we had like a 10-goal turnaround, you fucking my, spanner. My favourite comment about the Melbourne thing was that Bosk sizing him up for a merger, which, <laughs> speaking of mergers, how was, how was bloody Kennett trying to merge Hawthorne into North's AFLW team for Tassie? Oh. They do love a merger and They do love a fucking merger. Do you <laughs> have some fucking pride in your football club? Hang on. Kenneth proposed a Hawthorne-North Melbourne women's team merger. Yeah, and was told to get fucked. Ben Buckley made the best comment because it's a, ma- it's a backhander when you read into it. He basically said, we would no sooner merge our AFLW team than our men's team. Which, when you, <laughs> which I think is just a bit of a Hawthorne will merge anything. Oh, they're merge sluts. Oh. They just love a good merger down there. Are they like deep down, despite having so many premierships? Deep down, you know, they're fucking ashamed that they have poo and piss as their colours. No, just... no premiership cops looking good with those ribbons. Just so insecure as a football club. It's what they are. How could? You... Do you even think about merging a team that you don't have? <laughs> well, that that was the. That was... <laughs> like, yeah, like you don't even have this team to merge. Oh, here I just realised that Hawthorne doesn't even have a women's team yet, and he's already talking about mergers. No, Kenneth, so what are you what he, doing? What he was trying to do was just piggyback on the fact that you're getting a team. Yes. And, so rather than do the hard work themselves, they'll just go, hey, why don't we make it a merge team and no, get half of We don't want to wait five years. How do we fix that? I know. Let's just merge with someone. That's their solution to everything. Let's just merge with someone. Let's move to Tasmania. Let's move to oh, they've gone. They've, we've, they've gone, oh, who will be the easiest to merge with? Oh, we'll pick North. And North have said, go and get fucked. Like, I don't, I don't know why people would think North are the easiest ones to approach. Like, they've been steadfast in the fact that they won't merge, that they won't leave. Go to Melbourne. They, they voted do. for it once. They exactly, might again. Exactly right. You're picking the wrong target, you fucking idiot. Just tell them, tell them it's merged with us or go to boot camp. You know what they'll pick. <laughs> they'll be trying to sign up their men's team to merge with Hawthorne's women. <laughs> Oh, that's one of the contra- one of the things in the contract. No boot camp. The men have all signed up. <laughs> oh shit! Nothing else on that. Have a bit of self-respect. Oh fuck no! Let's go to talking about rabbles. Jake Stringer. Oh boy, has he had a good uh, season? The blonde top knot and the and the tats. It's it's not it's not good. It's, also, it's not the porking of a fucking schoolgirl and texting the parents. Well, we we well. sort of already gone into that. <laughs> well, I think we already did. We went through that like the last time. It's just this this guy's this is a guy having a midlife crisis at age twenty three, basically. Yeah, the uh, Abe Simpson onion look is quite in style. I think <laughs> onion look. <laughs> He's just setting off alarms everywhere. You oh. look at he, you look at him and you just think you are not in a good place. <laughs> No, you're not James Heard. Yeah, no. You take a gamble, and so many of them aren't paying off. You look at 
Stringer, Chris Yaron, Harley Bennell, Colin Sylvia. Who else has taken a risk on a iffy player in recent years and just been completely fucked by them? There's been a few in recent years. Like, you know, the, the old redemption story is not the same, is not what it used to be. None of these players are Andrew Cracker winner mark of the year. <laughs> <laughs> That's still funny. Poor Andrew Walker. <laughs> Yeah, Andrew Walker is most famous for the hat now. Oh, well, I guess we, we got our comeuppance when Howie didn't win. <laughs> yes, that's true. Two wrongs don't make a right. But, no, like, Stringer, does anyone actually think he's going to deliver anything close on field to what he did that in that year where he was, like, dominant? And when Dan said it, that was the footballer he was most like. Dan's still the footballer he's most like. <laughs> you guys, a, I don't, I forget the names you guys off. went with, but you guys went with shit truck players. And I, I went with like, Rioli. I went with Tom Hawkins. Okay, guy that, that averages 10 touches a game. Shit yes, that's exactly Next. why. Well, I just I went, thought, well, I'm going to go with a shit player. I'm just going to go with a, with a talented player. And he had a really good really, He's not really a talented year. player anymore, uh, Dan. Uh, no, he's not. Well... Well, we'll see. I don't know. I mean, we'll see how he goes this year. During the last year, understandably, had a had a average year because of all the shit he put himself through. You claimed to be Stringer back then. Stringer was most like you. But now, the Stringer of 2018 is more Stringer after he started selling cigarettes to school children. Are, are you suggesting because I mentioned him, I've cursed him in some way, and his life has gone downhill <laughs> You haven't cursed him in any way. I think I think you're just both following similar trajectories. It's just that you're both spiraling out of control. <laughs> Dan, your curse is worse than my curse, and my curse affected quite a lot of players last year. Yeah, you, you turned Andrew something? Mackey into a crossdresser. <laughs> hey, I saw a quote on that the other day about him wearing <laughs> lipstick, and I was like, yes. I know. That, I know. Multiple people have said that, but I, I need photos. There has to. Be- <laughs> But, yeah, do we actually think he's ever going to get back to decent football? I think I think he's cooked. I think this is a buck-up of epic proportions. He will play good games, but he'll be he not by He's in his early 20s. I mean, he hasn't even reached his best yet. I mean, yeah, but, he's he's an, in... but he's a cocksmack who doesn't train, seemingly just wants to do drugs, bang sluts. He's not lasting long. He's got a league. tattoo on his stomach, presumably to help hide the gut. Oh, that's no, tattoos um, don't hide guts. They hide muscle definition. They, they hide muscle definition. So it wouldn't have it wouldn't have helped his cause. I think he just got the tap because he was just mentally fucked and thought, yeah, this is a good idea. I'll I'll do this. Well, if he's mentally fucked, he's not really going to have a great year of football, is he? Probably not. But he's still only twenty. What is he? Twenty one? Twenty two? Like twenty four? I think. Been around a few years now. Who knows? He might have a good year. He might have a, a shit year. I'm, call, I'm calling. I'm calling shit. Anybody else? Oh, so do we have to give a string of procedures? Yeah, I pose the question. Like you, you seem okay. to be I, I think he'll have a serviceable good year. Not his all Australian year, but just. You're just hoping you don't both spiral out of control at the same time, aren't you? I'm not spiraling out of control. <laughs> this is you that's 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 talking this up because I I brought some kid a packet of cigarettes. I didn't want to, but I was sort of, my hand was forced. And now I'm a drug dealer and, and I accuse people of being pedophiles on Big Footy. And... <laughs> oh, yeah, because we made you do that. Yeah, so that you, was us. You recorded it us. and you were happy to post recorded it, on, it. The, on the forum. It was already recording. You did all that, Dan. Stop blaming you, you, you are much to You are much to blame as I am. <laughs> there's, blo- there's blood on your hands. I'm no accomplice. Hang on, you actually listening back to that, you and Penal 
actually <laughs> actually chipped in yourselves. When I said no on a few people, you were like, yes, definitely yes. <laughs> that didn't matter. <laughs> anyway, if we've got nothing else on Stringer, let's go to another train wreck in Harley Bennell. Oh, how is he still on Frio's list? Ross Lyon's looking for a scapegoat. He's got him everywhere. Wasn't, wasn't Ross Lyon crying foul last year about how the criticism was racist? Yes. But this guy keeps fucking up. I mean, you can't keep defending this kid. Has he come back to the club yet? I have no idea. I don't know. I think so. They're talking about when he's going to be available or fit to play or some shit. I've opened the Perth Now article and my phone just got AIDS. <laughs> Fremantle coach Ross Lyon has declared Harley Bennell is not front of mind and remains in rehab from a calf injury while ruling primary the Calf strikes. Oh, calf strikes. How many chances? I mean, I know he's a talented player. He's how many running. Can you get? Apparently, he's running and moving, so he's just going to have to build up between Harley and our medicals and conditioning. We have to find a solution because once we do, we know we've got a very good player. He's buttoned down pretty well, and he needs to continue to button down. So Ross has drawn a line: act your way in, act your way out. He's acted his way back in, and he needs to continue. When you've only played a couple of games in two years, I'm aware and I get feedback, but it's not a front of mind focus for me. I've got to focus on Andy Brayshaw that's playing. He'll be delisted by the end of the season. Well, this is the last year of his contract. It's not getting renewed unless something drastic changes. He would have to have something out of the box. I don't think he necessarily has to have a really good... He just has to stay out of trouble and stop being a shithead. Well, he's got to stop being a shithead. He's got to get on the park and he's got to play some serviceable football. Yes, Come on, Harley. How, how hard can it be? You're an AFL footballer. You're, you're making good money. Clearly, Just it's very difficult for him. It's like yourself. it's difficult for Stringer. But you could argue that he, even when when he was still doing that shit and everything was kept quiet, he was he was still performing. Like, Wayne, Wayne Carey groped chicks and did lines of cocaine, and he was the best forward this game's ever had. Some people just need to be crazy to be able to perform. But Ben was a little bit too crazy. Like Ben, like Ben Cousins is probably the best example. Yeah, but Ben Cousins is a Brownlow medalist. Yeah, but that's my point. He he needed to be a, a drug addict to to be the best player he was. Ben Cousins eventually imploded. Carey eventually like, imploded. Frankly, yeah, well, they only, only imploded because their no. their skeletons eventually came out of the closet. No, there's only so long you can go. Yeah. Like, there's never been a full time permanent functioning drug addict. Never. There's only so long you can go riding that well, how, roller coaster of being functioning long, before you spiral too far. How long was Ben Cousins using whilst he was a like footballer at the West Coast? Well, that's that's pretty that's pretty full time. And he was for, clearly for a decade. Yeah, well, he's I'm, a very driven individual and a freakish athlete. That's how he got away with it. There's no way it would have started with ice, and there's no, no it way it would have weed. been. And yeah, it started very slowly, as it does, and you move from one to another, and then you're doing it on weekends off, and then you're doing it on the weekdays, and then you're fucked. You could probably put Dane Swan in that category as well. He needed to be loose, and he was a he was he a star probably, football. Swan probably wasn't on ice until he could afford it, which wasn't until the later years of his career, the last seven or eight years. His early days, he, he was nearly sacked and shit. Some players are just wired that way. They need to be crazy to, yeah, but to they, be able to perform. Some of them have, like Cousins, fairly driven, fairly physically gifted and fit that they can put it off for 10 years, whereas Harley Bennell couldn't handle it for six. You don't get born like, the way Ben Cousins looked. You've got to work hard in the gym to look like the way he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was his whole philosophy. He'd go hard in the gym and then he'd reward himself with a binge. He literally said that. That was his thing. He's a star, like, too. He would, he, would, he would absolutely 
take get everything he could out of his body and then he would in his own words launch into and annihilate as much drugs as he could find that's he's what Char- he would do he's charlie shane he's brilliant he's not winning he, he, he definitely well not at the moment man. but as a as a football career he's winning oh that's true he did get hiv yeah that's not good <laughs> that's not good <laughs> Men it's not ideal. Men, men, men. Not a Ross line, not ideal. Is that how he got it? From men, men, men. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing more on Harley Bennell. Does anybody else? No. Who even Listen, cares? Harley, why are we, why are we talking about Freo? Firstly, Harley needs to get on the field and he needs to perform and play some really good games. Then you can slowly transition back into being a bad boy. And then once you're playing well and being a bad boy, the Fremantle Football Club will be willing to accept it because you're playing well. So then you can just be your normal cocaine-sniffing self. Because that's really worked for him so far to be a functioning player with a cocaine. Well, yeah, no, it hasn't. It. it hasn't. So he needs. So what I'm saying is he needs to focus on getting back to playing football and playing well. Then, then you can slowly transition back to being a, a drug addict. Do it in increments. Do it slowly. There's no half measures Do it. with this shit. No, no half measures. You can't just be a drug addict and expect to ha- be a good footballer. You've got to be a good footballer first. Then, then you can embrace. Ben Cousins went to the wrong foot. He should have gone to Fremantle and helped Harley Bennell. <laughs> Fucking hell. Can you imagine that? That would be a PR disaster. Oh, yeah, that would be real great. Let's take somebody who's the fucking source. (laughs) Oh, Dan, you're an idiot. And yet, probably not the worst PR disaster that could have hit Frio this year. James Hurd, is Frio a good place? Because I don't really think of Frio when I think of a good place. Why is this guy getting so much in, like, endorsement and goodwill when he when he did when he did what he did probably because of what happened a year ago no, the afl are very forgiving did, no fuck yeah, the but... afl the, the, all these past players are saying yeah he'd be a great as- asset to your club yeah and to like, your club no. not to our club yeah because everyone's I... everyone's happy for him to come back into the fold but not in their fold no go, I'm, go, go and join I'm the saying, ranks but go to free I'm, I'm saying he so shouldn't be allowed back in any AFL capacity, oh, and I, I definitely, agree. I definitely don't want him in any role at North Melbourne. If the AFL wanted him to be a part of the AFL community again, why wouldn't they put him at one of their little feeder clubs that they created? Nope, don't want that. Let's send him to Freo. Don't want him near any of our yeah, precious no. babies. The problem is if the AFL block it too much, hurdle will drag the shit through the mud. They're hopeful that just the reputation in general will keep him at bay. And at least Frio's going to take the punt. And if it fails, you know, no one else will give him a gig. Only Why should the AFL feel pressured to uh, welcome back James Hurt? No, it's not pressured. They just It's less of a story without him and his dad agitating it and pouring fuel on it every few weeks. Let him talk. Let him, agitated nutcase um, that destroyed you, a football club. You end up Let with the talk. fucking Essen Mongs again. Just the whole Who cares? Thing. That's great. More Essendon Mongs the better. I love a good Essendon Mong. Everybody else gets what I'm saying here, don't they? Yeah. Yes and no. It's just you let him quietly take a job at a club where ultimately the people in Victoria are probably going to rage about it for a little bit but forget. But if James Hurd can't if quietly you keep take blocking, a job at any AFL you keep club, block, it's going to yeah, make I news. agree, but if you keep blocking his return, he's going to make noise about it and you're going to have the story brought up again. The AFL are ashamed What's of the entire saga. What's this keep blocking thing? He should be banned 
of course he from... should, but the AFL, he's never going to hold any real responsibility. They're not going to do that because what happens if he offs himself? Then where's the yes, blood? On exactly. their hands. Well, They're not, not going to do that. That's not the AFL's fault. That's his fault for getting himself into this mess. It doesn't matter because no. someone like Robbo It's will not the, the AFL's AFL. fault that James Heard decided to take Essendon down this path. Oh. It's not. They're not accountable. People blame West James Coast Heard. for Ben Cousins. They will sure as shit blame the AFL for James Heard. By that rationale, why wouldn't they just blame the AFL as well for the West Coast's demise? I don't get how the AFL's accountable for James Heard. They don't owe him anything. Of course they don't. They're not really. But people, there are people out there, there are very stupid people like Robbo who have access to the platform to spout this. And we have a click, we live in a clickbait media sort of, you know, Ken Corns' entire shtick is to make controversial, stupid statements. Well, it's just an opinion. I mean, who cares? These people put it out there and some people out there will lap it up. So you're saying these people that hold these opinions influence the decisions that the AFL makes? The AFL are heavily concerned by PR. That's why they try to sweep shit under oh, the rug the, when they can. The poor PR for poor James Heard. If James Heard was successful in his attempt at suicide, that would have been the absolute worst thing that could happen to the AFL in terms of the way they look to the public. Not, not in a, not in a accountable like they way. Drove him there. Yes, yes. In, in their handling, they would have absolutely been raked across the coals for the way they handled that wow. situation. They were within their rights to go after him for what he did. Of course they were, but that doesn't... But fucking not everyone agreed on that. And then that someone would say that he was a scapegoat and you have that whole fucking conspiracy shit dredged up and then you'd have people... You want to blame someone. It's probably the media that went after him. That's not the AFL. That's, that's, that's the various news sources that covered it. You guys are too soft. James Heard deserves nothing. Absolutely not nothing. No one says James Heard deserves that anything. Think... It's You're being just... sympathetic to the AFL's no, point of view. No, we're playing yes, devil's advocate. Yes. We are just saying what would occur. We are standing on the sideline and just predicting what would occur if this is to happen. That's all. Well, I don't think anyone... Will Leave all this out. aside. It's a scouting job in Melbourne. It's like he he's so far removed down the chain, he's never going to rise up the ladder again because clubs aren't going to hire him. He's toxic. Leave him alone and let him sell his chocolates or something. I don't know why he'd need another job with the cost of those chocolates. Fuck me. He can look after his daughter in France or something or whatever. <laughs> no, she's playing for Melbourne. Oh, no, the new one. Yes, the, the, the French baby. Dan, it's not about protecting Hurd. He shouldn't be allowed back in the game. But the point of the point of it is he's so far removed that where he is at the moment, the AFL will tolerate that as long as he doesn't go any higher. If he tries to push higher, they'll push on their clubs. But he's not going to go there because no club's going to put him in charge of the players anyway. He's got this really small job that's closely involved enough without him ever having contact with a player. He's a scout. He provides reports to the coaching, the football department. He has a he has a column in the Herald Sun now. Yes, he does. And that's the Herald Sun's decision. That's a bastion of journalistic integrity right there. He doesn't deserve to be involved in the game anymore, but the point is keeping him out is far more far more effort than the alternative. I don't see how it is. Clubs are not compelled to listen to him or... Yeah, do... but there's going to be some club desperate enough, they will pick up James Heard. And I know my club will be desperate enough to pick up James Heard. I was more baffled by the comments of people saying he would be a great... Was he even a great coach before no. all the Asada shit came out? They surrounded him with a whole bunch of former senior coaches. Yeah. I mean, Mark Thompson was on like a million bucks a year being an assistant coach for Heard. 
Let's move on. Do we want to mention Kurt Tippett retiring and now that Sydney's without Ruckman, they're actually looking at calling him back? Like, surely once you get rid of him, you don't you yeah, no send out the SOS. Well, yes. well, he's still technically on their list, isn't he? He is. I don't give a shit about Kurt Tippett. I think it is pretty funny, though. It's like all of a sudden your Ruckman goes down with an ACL and it's like, oh, you know that guy who we sort of pushed into retirement? And just like, maybe we should try and get him back. Well, from Kurt Tippett, I'd say... If you really want me back, we're going to have to rejig my contract and you're going to have to pay me triple what you were going to pay me for this year. Why not? You're They're a hard negotiator, lose. Dan. If they really want him back, then, yeah, play hardball. Nothing else on that? Nope. Gil called no. St Kilda poor, Cookie? Well, it's not wrong. Yeah, but, you, sing- you, got, uh, you singled you out. Well, we could definitely use a bit more uh, black in the books, which hopefully due to new stadium deals, plus... Fantastic membership drive, which should happen. Pet membership. Plus the AFL ringing us a, rigging us a flag, of course. <laughs> rigging you a flag. Oh, I... What would that do to the conspiracy theories if the AFL rigged you a flag? Who gives a fuck? We have a flag. Let me be happy once. We can have an AFLW. <laughs> but not yeah, until 2020. You, sorry, you didn't specify which one, and they're all the how, same. How many it? millions are St Kilda in debt, by the way? Oh, like 10 million or some shit like that. What? Jesus, how did and you hang on. Fly so that far? You're 10 million in debt, yet everyone makes fun of North who aren't in debt. What? Yeah, everyone makes fun of my club for not having any money, and we're close, if not, we're in the... We're in the black now. and That's only because Suze buys lots of hoodies. Though. Yeah, well, she can afford lots of hoodies because she doesn't go to games. Yeah, stupid Hawthorne support. Um, <laughs> we don't so have you're... a Suze, all right? We can't just make up no, that money. How unfortunate. Um, <laughs> how, how are you going to rake in this, this $10 million debt, Cooksie? Cookie? Cooksie? Uh, <laughs> Cooksie? We got, we got Dan Roos here. Uh, we could do $10 million <laughs> scratchies. Uh, that could be uh, a good idea. I uh, think that Collingwood have found that uh, the scratchy business is not very profitable. Maybe you can fix it by paying your players 22 cents in the dollar. That's another good option. Uh, bingo. Bingo could always work if they're bingo kings. Bingo might. Yeah, that'll work. We had Collingwood Lotto too, but that's gone by the wayside with Gary Perks. <laughs> what, 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 did you have a, Did you guys actually have this shit going on? Yeah, we had a Collingwood Lotto thing. You pick your favourite players' numbers and shit. But... Doesn't St Kilda have poker machines? Yeah, but not uh, enough. Not as many as Carlton. Like a hundred odd. Or Hawthorne, the misery clubs. <laughs> we're getting rid of ours. We don't have really many to get rid of, so I assume we're going to. See, Hawthorne without pokies merges all over. Like they they make more off it than anybody. Oh, what a family club they are! Oh yeah. Have we also talked about how that well the AFL executive Simon Lethal Land or whatever how Le- Lethal Le- Land is it? Lethal Yeah, he essentially got shoved into uh, our club just for free. So yes. thanks AFL. Yes, your 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 track record with women remains fantastic. <laughs> Keep your dick in your pants and we'll be fine. I can't wait. I can't. I can't wait till someone gets a hold of his laptop. <laughs> If we do get a women's team, would the women's team have to have controversies like the men's team? You can't even afford a women's team. <laughs> we can and we will. You can't North afford ever... a men's team. Dan's going to roll with this all year. Poor Cynthia. Was North ever $10 million in debt? Yeah. As a poor club? Oh, close Jesus. to. Pretty close to around the Gold Coast, well, thing, I believe. Well, then that makes sense when you would say, aha, North are poor. But even now, the shitheads are still saying North are poor. You're still yeah, poor. but North... So North are poor, but St Kilda played in in a grand final, what, seven years ago? See what happens. 
Seven years ago, they played in back-to-back grand finals. It's the AFL keeping them down, really. AFL kept us down for yonks. This is a conspiracy (laughs) against men. Plug us right. When we all admit plug us right, that is when... What what is Frank Gilda pissing its money on? What the fuck if I know? Hookers. Banners, hookers, (laughs) cocaine. Legal. Decide to buy real estate in safety. Child support for all the illegitimate father-sons. Nick Del Santo dick and larger surgeries. Secure <laughs> only want a women's team because they can't create any father sons. We can't. We really can't. Tony Loggett had like what fifty fucking daughters. Well, that's Danny a shame because you don't you don't even daughters. have a women's team to utilise that. That's sort of. I'll tell you what though. You mentioned. Will the St Kilda women's team have the same scandals as the men? You can guarantee the first club to have a scandal between their men's and women's team will be St Kilda. A scandal of this nature. Anyway, a couple of contract extensions. Hardwick got extended, Dan. Well, I'm, I'm not surprised that he would be extended. Neither am I. Because he, 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 he's, he's our man. He's the, he's the man that's led Richmond to the, to the promised land. Mm. So why wouldn't you extend your premiership coach's I don't, contract? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, absolutely, you'd extend your premiership coach. Yeah. yeah no, sh- no shock. Fuck, even Chris Scott has had three extensions. Well, he did get one premiership for him. I know. That's what I mean. And he's probably oh, okay, the yeah. worst premiership coach of recent years. So you would expect Hardwick to get one. Of course. You don't. You don't have any more to say on that. No, we can talk later no, about Hardwick. Neither do I. Speaking of other extensions, Toby Green got one at a million a year. Oh fuck me! I don't know. Well, Good you call. know how I was. Good you know call. how I was going on about how you need to be crazy druggy to be. Some players need to be to perform. He's just an angry, stupid idiot. And sometimes <laughs> people need to be like that to be able to perform. And I, I think he fits into that category. He's such a talented footballer, but he is such a fuckwit too. And he's a cunt. He's basically Ryan Crowley with talent. Oh. He's got a whole heap of talent. Uh, I, like, yeah, I don't know about that. I think Crowley was just more of a, an annoying thug on field, whereas Green Tony is Green's just an a, annoying thug who can play football as thug well. off field, yeah. I mean, the, the, the caliber footballer absolutely deserves the money he's getting, but he's such a... Such an asshole. He's the sort of player you wouldn't mind seeing him get injured, or Nathan Freeman. <laughs> not an injury, troll. What the hell? No, not an injury. Is, is, what's happened to okay. Hugh Goddard at St Kilda? Is he injured too, or is he just shit and he can't get a game? <laughs> in the leadership he's group. Been, he's been injured, but he will be fit. Why is everyone picking on St Kilda's injured players? Fuck off. Well, it's just, with, with the revelation that you guys are poor, it just seems like everything looks like even shitter now. So I, I think it's fair to critique every little well, thing regarding I'm St Kilda now. But we have, but Nathan Freeman's hamstrings are worth that much because Nathan Buckley fucked them. Look, they're injured, you're poor, you haven't won a We should be billing Collingwood. I question whether you should still be in the AFL. Dan, he's in the leadership group at St Kilda this year, Goddard. Is he? Hugh, Hugh Goddard, I'm, the, the I, cu- I little swear, cousin of. I swear I read that. Has he even played a game for St Kilda? He played a couple, didn't he? He's not in our leadership group. It's only five people this year. How does the guy that's had two games get into the leadership group? He's not in the leadership group. Then what's Starburn's talking I don't about? Know. Maybe I read it. The, maybe I read the wrong thing. Oh, you, you got me all excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's everyone's favourite. Oh, Dylan. Dylan Roberton. Jaron Geary, Jack Stephen, Jack Nudes, and Seb Ross. 
If you know who those five players are, congratulations, you have no life. Maybe I saw it in the paper and someone had the caption wrong, because nobody knows who they are. Oh, were you thinking of how Brendan got I'd got kicked out of Essendon's Essendon? No, no, he didn't get kicked group. out, he refused. <laughs> no, he did not. <laughs> he said, no thanks. Thanks, but no thanks. Sure, BJ, I believe you. Got a question first. Is Josh Battle any good at football? I don't Is he any know. good at football? It's such a jazzy thing. He has a lime, like a dark green ute, so I'm going to assume no. Because he's with Mia Favola, yeah? Oh, is that? Yeah, that's him. Who's with who? Favola's daughter. Is with who? St Kilda player. Josh Battle? No, I don't know who that is. Yeah, not even St Kilda supporters know who that is. That's okay. That's because his name's not Jack. <laughs> Gets confusing after a while. So a couple of couple of things that we touch on. So no rule changes this year, but they're mooting the mid-season draft, which I'm not happy with. But are we happy with, I guess, that situation of no rules changes? Yes. 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 I, yes. I, I said, I said on Steve here a couple of years ago that the AFL should have a rule in which they don't tamper with the rules for like 10 years. 10 years. And then when the 10 years come up, you can change one thing about the <laughs> AFL. And then you've got to wait another 10 years. I can't think of another mainstream sport where the where the, the games American football changes year to year, but that's about the only other one I can think of. Uh, well, they don't yeah. even know they don't even know what the catch rule is. Oh, catch no catch. The, the catch rule. <laughs> the catch rule. Like the, the fact that there was so much debate even in the Super Bowl of whether was something a was a that catch. That one was a fucking catch, but it's just like because one earlier in the season wasn't, everyone assumed it wouldn't be. My God. So, so then we have to go to New York to see if it's a catch. Like, the catch no. rule is retarded. <laughs> and that, I still don't know how they're going to fix that. It, like, oh, they're trying to take something really subjective and make it clear cut. It's just like, just, just be like we are and rely on interpretation. But I'm glad that we're not getting any rule changes and hopefully this mid-season draft thing doesn't go through to help the Colas. The one thing I will say, that stupid last touch rule and the fucking lasso in the women's football is rubbish. How would, um, last touch rubbish. rule used to get a run in those nab challenge things when the three teams played each other twice in the shortened half games and it was awful then and i'm not sure why anyone thinks it's any better now no it's awful that's why it's in the awful just fuck it off from how, there too. how would the how would the mid-season draft work if Sorry. it was implemented i think you can take from the state leagues but they're even talking about trading players which is just fucking ridiculous well, you can take from any league not just a state league like fev could get picked up oh the so the idea wouldn't be about trading AFL players to other no, AFL no, no, clubs. No, 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 that's, oh, yeah. that's been thrown up as but a possibility. Anyone, anybody. That's you like could pick they're up saying, anybody. They're saying, for but example, how? North could be the beneficiaries of this, stand because with Sydney down Ruckman, they might give you a fuckload for one of your two, of which will probably be in the twos, because you've got Goldstein and Bruce. And we would have to receive the draft picks in, in accordance to where they would finish at the end of the season. Correct. So they could give you their first, and maybe they would send you someone who's not getting games, like Athletic Aaliyah Aaliyah or someone, or whoever. Oh, have you seen the Aaliyah Aaliyah ad on Foxtel? No. Oh, it is so cringe. Oh, the first... Sudanese-born draftee. Like, we're scrapping Madjack from the record books because he was a rookie. <laughs> and a, I thought you were going to say a racist. No, because, no. That is not proven. Not convicted. So, the first Sudanese-born draftee. Poor Madjack. No, but that's, that's the gist of it, Dan. Trading. So, like, you might pay some of the salary as well because they'll have to stay under the cap. 
Yeah. So you might still you might still pay the salary. Yeah, you might still pay the salary. You don't think, in that, way you don't think that would make the season more interesting if they if they introduced that at the halfway mark of the season? Absolutely. I don't mind the drafting aspect, but at the same time, I think you you can't put that rule in unless it's in place at list lodgement time. Absolutely. You can't implement it now because Sydney have no fucking ruckman. No, you need to give clubs. You need to allow clubs to have catered for it, to even yeah. just to allow an extra, say, 500 grand in their cap or something, put something away for just in case. Yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't have mid-season trades part of the that year's cap. You couldn't. And the other thing I would say about it is I'm not sure about the trading part. I think if you do need to supplement your list, you should take the best of what's available, not take from someone else. You could have traded for those players a year ago. Every club has a Sean Grigg, don't they? Doesn't, the best player. doesn't have to be a Ruckman could be anything it's just that sydney and the ruckman's what's what's going on yeah. now it's it could be you know west coast could have done with a ruckman last year too i guess but they although petrie petrie did play all right considering he was 35 no nah, his best footy is ahead of him he shouldn't have retired <laughs> i'm not against it i'm against the trading part something about that just doesn't seem right for mine i like list management as an art form it's how it's always been. I think there's sort of a science behind that, making sure your list is balanced and adjusting if you lose players. Like, West Coast lost all those key defenders, like, three years ago and somehow rode the web to a grand final. If you use Morgan's idea of, say, an extra 500k and you have, like, a like a limited amount, then you don't open the door for having, like, big gunplay movements. Like, you just have, like, fringe player movements. 500,000 is a lot of money, man, if, if you're only going to move one player. Mm. Yeah. Last talking point, Bob Murphy got a show. Okay. Great. Something He's... else I won't be watching. Good bloke, but let's be honest, Bob Murphy is a hemorrhoid on the arse of the AFL media. Just... He's just... Why? Can we have better quality? Why do we need... Why do we need it? I don't, like, and I don't even hate him, but I think the overexposure is really pissing me off. Yep. Non-premiership media hall who <laughs> wants his own TV show, you can bugger off. You got all the attention you wanted when you jumped on the podium and stole the, <laughs> stole. the medal off your coach. <laughs> and stole the cup and walked off the ground with it like you played. <laughs> like Morgs at the BNF. Literally, like, I had more right to the goal-kicking cup than he did. Who what, even this, actually watches these like, crappy Is this some, some little shitty show on Fox Footy that he'll be doing? Fox Footy's putting up, I think, some cheap half-hour content because Open Mic's running out of guests and they're trying to... F- they're filling a whole bunch of new different shows. They've got, like, a quiz show and shit. Like, I, I don't know. It's weird. They've thrown Dunstall off on the couch, who was the best one on there, to bring fucking defence sitter Gary Lyon on. So it's all very... They're very strange. Oh, I'm not going to care until they the get Gary, Gary Lyon, Lyon on the couch. Nice, Gary. I, I mute the TV whenever I hear that thing. Off-season on the bay. Thread Oof. of the off-season. Bit tougher. Mofra's bottom 50. It's an easy option, and I'm really lazy. Honourable mention to Flog of the Year, as always. Yourself? No, the fucking thread, you idiot, where Subaru oh. melted and fucking, <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of much else. And I, not... I got accused of having sycophants. Well, we'll come to that with, I think, Flog of the Off-Season. I don't know, there's... Fuck, I forgot to actually... Look. LW. Yeah, well, yes, Flog of the Off-Season, LW, dickhead. I'd say rest in peace, but I'd rather you didn't. Yeah, did, right. he, did he win? I thought Subaru won. No, he he Subaru won Flog of the Year, but he can have Flog of the Off season because he's a cunt. Oh, okay, all right. Not not even valet to you. No, Trick. cockhead. I think we all saw it in various degrees. 
No, and he won't be missed. Didn't mind BRWB thread transitional member exposed as far as its honourable mention. It's fucking. It's been three months. It's very hard to remember what was good. What are, what else do we have? No, I don't remember any threads. I don't remember anything. No. Anything that was not on the bay that was pretty good. Ah, uh, the song contest has gone on leaps and bounds. There's 43 entrances this round. Banned. Since Dub got banned, you know what? It's just, it's gone to new heights. Amazing. That'll do. That'll be for Dub for that. And yeah, song contest, it's, ne- it's never won. I think it's only appropriate it wins now that Dub's never coming back. Also, the imminent <laughs> Gillan McLaughlin resigning thread, if anyone hasn't seen that. Any day now. Gotta keep that faith. Predictions for 2017. We'll move on to. We're nearly done. So what we want is a premier, a spooner, a riser, a faller, and something either bold or random to go with that. Let's go first. Um, do they, when we do these, do these ever get sort of highlighted at, at the end of the year? Normally, when we're well, teach picking north for the flags generally come up a couple of times after the fact. Does this does this count towards MVP points? If if no, I guess no, correctly, no, you don't have to get it right or wrong, Dan. If you get it right, you can go. I was right. Hashtag, Fox was right. Hashtag, I was right. Well, if you listen to the outtakes, we were calling for Richmond's premiership in like round three. We were already on board. Yeah, but this wasn't that wasn't the prediction you picked. No, it probably wasn't. You, you waited till this. You waited till we'd already won two games. You adjuster. I picked the dogs to adjuster. Did you just call me an adjuster when you jumped on? I didn't jump. I didn't jump on. I changed my mind. I admitted I was. I, I admitted I was wrong. You won. You won. I'm, I'm glad you didn't bring it up earlier than this, and we didn't have to go through half an hour of this. But you won. It's over. You won. Guess what? So did Richmond. All right. What are the, what are the prediction questions again? Premier Spooner, Riser, Faller, and a bold prediction. Okay, so Premier, I'm gonna go with. Oh, who finished in the bottom eight last year? <laughs> uh, <laughs> bottom ten. Get it right, Dan. Uh, bottom ten. Melbourne. I'll go with Port, I'll go with Port Adelaide. <laughs> they made the eight. Did they? They lost to West oh. Coast after the siren. Oh, they Extra did too. Time. Okay. Who else? Carlton. I'll go with Carlton. <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. That's not... Hey, listen. This, this, this Richmond were a team that finished oh, 13th the year before they won their premiership. No, you're a, yeah. Yeah. no. Richmond had more than. Well, they actually had good players. 2016 was the aberration. They have two year. good players, Cookson. They don't have any good players. That's two more than Carlton. Yes. If Dustin Martin doesn't play in that team, then they, they oh, finish outside you're, the eight. You're sounding like Teffy who thinks the only difference between Richmond and North is Dustin Martin. No, no, no. That's, I wouldn't go as far as that. You North wouldn't go as far as that. North, North has no good players and they have a lot of very, very shit players. But Richmond only has two good players. You can't tell me that guys like Castagna and Short, Short and didn't play in bloody Castagna was Broad, Brig and Broad. Are you going to tell me all those guys are A-graders? They're not. They're average players. A-grade. You have two good fucking, players in your team. Fucking A-graders. Yeah, no. According to the Richmond board, they'd rather have Georgie Castagna than Trelaw. Oh, I fucking oh, saw that. come that on. Was... That's just stupid. <laughs> that was an actual... Actual thought over there. Anyway, Dan, keep going. Premier, okay. who's your so spinner? I went with Carlton for Premier. Uh, the Spoon, I will go with North. Well, Carlton can be your riser. Carlton is, is my riser if they're going to win the Premiership. Uh, who's the faller? Richmond. And what was the other one? Bold prediction. 
Jack Stringer is going to kick ten goals in the Anzac Day game. If I get that right, I get I get a hundred MVP hundred MVP points. If you get that, if you get that right, I'll give you a hundred dollars. No, I don't want your money. I want a hundred MVP points. So I just I just win the whole big thing. Listen, Dan. <laughs> if you get it right, if you get it right, if for some reason this happens, I will give you a hundred MVP points. No, you won't, whether, Cookson. Thank you, Cookson. I will them, hold you to that. Whether whether the other mods accept them is a different question. No, no, you can vote on your own accord, and if you feel it's necessary to award me, I don't even know why we're talking about it. It's not going to happen. Yes, it will happen. <laughs> then I will be awarded a hundred MVP points. Who's next? I'm going to go as Premier St Kilda. There's another bottom eight team that could potentially win the flag. This is interesting. Wooden Spooner, Brisbane, Riser. Shit, uh, St Kilda. Fuck it, why not? Well, you think so if they're going to win the flag. Fuller, I'm going to go Port Adelaide. Actually, they recruited potatoes. And outlandish prediction: Nathan Freeman, twenty and three, Norm Smith medal. That's the least likely of all <laughs> your predictions. <laughs> Jeez, you I've got I've, Carlton for the flag. I've got better chance on Stringer kicking ten in the Anzac Day game than, than that happening. Freeman's got more chances of kicking ten in the end. Hang on, I'll just, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna Google what what Jake Stringer's most goals in a game has been. Probably I don't know why. It's not ten. Seven. It's probably four or five. Morgs, do you want to go next or why? Yeah, I'll go next. GWS for the flag and West Coast for the spoon. Ooh, no Prudus, no Eagles. No, they are just poo. I agree. With so that. they they are going to win the spoon, and therefore they will be my faller. My riser will be the Gold Coast Suns, and my bold prediction will be that Melbourne Richmond and the Bulldogs still don't make the eight. All right, that just leaves me. So I'm Giants for the flag as well. North for the spoon. The riser. This is this is a bit tough. Oh, fuck. Richmond? No, well, we can't go any higher. It's, I think it's very hard to think of anyone who's going to go It's a very flash, flash in the pan would... premiership. So I think if you played finals again, I think that would be a, a rise. <laughs> that would not be a rise. We'll play finals. I think it would be. Oh, very, very confident. It's hard to split. I think one of the two Queensland clubs will jump to about maybe 10th or 11th. Not sure which. I think I might go the Bryans. The youth there is not terrible. Hang on, are you suggesting a team that finished in the bottom 10 is going to rise a few steps in the bottom 10? Is that your rise? They won the spoon last year. I'm saying they've got about six spots. That's that's. But they're still in the bottom part of the ladder. That's not that's a, a rise. That's a big improvement for them. I thought a riser had to be someone who finished at the bottom part of the table and gone into the top part. Morgs, did you have the Suns, play, did you have the Suns making the eight? Uh, no. Yeah, no, it's just it's just a step. It's a step up. Dan. It doesn't it didn't say bottom to top. It was yeah, a right. You can, you can go from the very bottom to the middle. So I could say if, if North... Yes, you could say North could s- rise as far as... If they went up one 12. spot, if they went up from whatever they finished last year to, like, 12th or 11th, that's that's a rise? Is it, are you going to accept that? Yes. That's weak. <laughs> it's a rise is a rise, Dan. Yeah, that, well, you're such a small person in statue that probably does look like a rise to you. <laughs> No need to get personal, yeah. L-Dub. <laughs> L-Dub. L-Dan. <laughs> L-Dania. As per tradition, the faller, it's going to fall apart. The mercenary 
crew is going to tear the fabric of the Geelong Football Club apart. They're going to drop out of the finals. Been saying it for three years. It's going to happen eventually. Geelong to miss the finals. And bold prediction, Gary Ablett Jr. won't see out the season. What do you mean see out the season? He'll, he'll chuck the towel in. Oh, he'll ret- retire during the season? Yes. That's, that is bold. I don't think that'll happen, but that could happen, I suppose. No, you know, like, if they're going to scrap, like... Sunday rates, like someone's got to work at the servo that he wants, so maybe he has to do that. And, you know, like church is on a Sunday. It's yeah. got too many Sunday games. Can't do it. You know, it's the Lord's way or no way. Now that he doesn't have his God squad there, I don't know if Geelong have a God squad. Yeah, Zach Smith's there. No, they, there's no way they have a God squad. Paddy's too busy telling everyone he's God. <laughs> All right, quickly, we'll do... Dan, you wanted to talk about the tips, so you get to do the round one tips for us. Oh great! Is, are we do, are we flipping some shit this year like we did last? I year? think I think we're just going to go every week. Someone gets to do the tips, and if we have any thorough disagreement, someone goes fuck off. <laughs> when Dan picks Carlton, I'm going fuck off. <laughs> Richmond Carlton, Dan. Hang on, I'm going to look at the fixture first. I've still got the JLT. Well, I've Why? got the He's fixture open the to read it to you. <laughs> hang on, hang on. I've I've got it. No, I don't. I don't have it. Oh, hang on. oh god. Here it is. Here it is. I got it. I got it. Well, it's not my fault the AFL website still has a default preseason yes, fixture. Yes, that's up. annoying, but I had the fixture up anyway to ask you, Richmond Carlton. Well, aren't you so fucking prepared, aren't you? Just like <laughs> with your intros, how they're all crisp it's and not clean. Like the in- it's not like the intros, because I'm actually prepared. Sure, I'm just going to throw it out there that I think the season opener might be Carlton and Richmond. <laughs> yes. I'm going to go for Carlton Jeez. to win Fuck off. You, you are 50 idiot. points. Idiot. Fuck, um, fuck off. I think. Richmond are uh, full of themselves. Is this 50th Zimbabwean points or what? Come on, there's no way Carlton are beating <laughs> Zimbabwean points. Carlton only scored over 100 points for the first time in two years and it was in a JLT game. They're not going to beat anyone no. by Have 50 points. you guys points. not been paying attention the way upsets keep happening every week in, in this game? <laughs> Carlton one, yes. Dan. Carlton and Carlton are still fucking shit. I'm going. I'm going with with, with the blues. <laughs> faith. Um, before we go, but before we move on from that, you have to decide here and now whether you're pro or anti Hardwick. Obviously pro now. Because whatever it's side, fucking... whatever side you pick, you have to stay with for the rest of the season. There's no buybacks. There's no changing yes, your think, mind. I think I could fairly comfortably stay if, there for the rest. If of Richmond the season, loses then, the first two games I'm... of the season, oh. and it could happen. <laughs> Yes because, yes, because on You're the back of two hard. games into the season, I'm going to call for the premiership coach's head. Well, you were happy to jump the wagon after the grand final. You could easily do it after two losses. You are a Richmond supporter. You do think everything is... It's over, Dan. The premiership was won. So you're pro Hardwick for the entirety of the season? Yes. yes. Dan, stop being okay. autistic. You've all... You've all... Stop being autistic. <laughs> Did you just say the stopping autistic? You, <laughs> you of all people. Dan's been drinking thermometers this off season. I actually just got a pain in my chest from laughing. Wilson, I could pee off on you, but I like you, so just you just keep your mouth shut. Oh, you got treated now, with the kid gloves. If I said that, I'd cop right whack. If you're staying, if you're staying pro hard, just staying that way for the entirety of the season, there's no changing your mind no matter what. So when, when Richmond doesn't make the finals this year, and a lot of people think this is going to happen, you That's can't change happen. your mind going, oh, we've got to get rid of Hardwick. 
We've got to get Blake Carousella in the main chair because he's the guy that's leading it all. You remember that? We had to put up with that shit nearly every week when we questioned you on Hardwick. <laughs> so you've all heard it, everyone. If you're listening to this, the three people that listen to this, Bosk, whoever else... Oh, what are we going to do gonna, then now that Red Vest won't listen? We're going to hold we're going to hold Starburns accountable for for this Hardwick stuff because we're not putting up with what happened last season. So he's he's pro Hardwick for the entire year, no matter what. Yes, can you be less autistic about it? <laughs> Essendon versus the Adelaide Crows. Well, this is that Eddie had, so we all know that that like, plays well at Eddie had, don't, don't we? I said that like maybe two or three times. Yes, so it's like, yeah, it's, be- it's be- become a really funny joke. Um, uh, I think Essendon will win that game, maybe. I don't know. I don't really care. Uh, St Kilda versus no, Brisbane. I, I, I call bullshit on that one too, Dad. <laughs> How many goals is Stringer going to kick? Oh, maybe if he plays. I, I don't know. If he can just manage to behave himself between now and the start of the season. Uh, St Kilda versus Brisbane. I just, I'm not really that much invested in the game. I don't really care what happens. Oh, I'll go St Kilda because of that Eddie had. Um, Port, Adelaide, Port Adelaide versus Fremantle. I'm not even going to tip this game, so I'm going to the next game. Um, you know me. I just I can't. The Suns versus North Melbourne. You go to Suns on that one. Uh, Hawthorne versus Collingwood. No faith in the upset in round one, Dan. No faith in the upsets that happen for North. Mine. What upset? What North winning? Well, North and well, that could win, but it, that wouldn't be an upset. I oh, don't they, think. So, so hang on. Carl, Carlton will win, but North only could. Well, they're both average, lowish teams, and it's. it's what do you easy. mean they're going to win the flag? <laughs> Okay, do you want me to tip North Melbourne? Is, is that what yes. you want me to do? Okay, I tip North I'm Melbourne to beat the Gold Coast. That's all. You don't have to. Thank you. Uh, Hawthorne versus Collingwood. I'll go with Collingwood. I think Hawthorne are on the on the downfall. You know, O'Meara tra- um, traded his kneecaps for a cup of coffee. Remember that? And so I don't think you'll get on the park. And I don't like Sicily. He's just a fuckwit. He can get stuff. Giants versus the Bulldogs. Where the hell is this being played at? Canberra. What does it matter? Oh, I'm not. Well, I'm just looking Are you at this checking the weather. Venue. No, I'm just looking at this this abbreviation venue. It's got UNSW. What what is that? University of New South Wales. Canberra. Canberra. Oh, Canberra Oval. How about that? Um, Monica. Giants. I'll tip the Giants in that one. Uh, Melbourne versus Geelong. I'm gonna go with Geelong and Eagles versus West Coast. Yes, Eagles versus West Coast. What is wrong with you people? They're the same team. Oh shit. Okay, so I deserve that. I deserve okay. I, I put my hand up. I deserve that one. Okay. West Coast versus the Sydney Swans. <laughs> oh, the new God. stadium. Not all I'm, birds are the same, Dan. I'm I'm leaving. I'm birds leaving. Is... I'm tipping I'm tipping West Coast. Birds of a feather. This has been the vlogcast. Yes, this has oh, been who, this has been the vlogcast. Starburns joined by Morgs. Can you be less autistic? <laughs> Cookson. Goodbye all. And Dan. Yeah, see you later. Have fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna to attend to my ladder collection now. <laughs> Might watch a bit of pro wrestling. <laughs> 
make sure you put your belt on first. Yeah. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> no, we won't. Oh, well, it, yeah. <laughs> Maybe by the time you edit it. <laughs> <laughs>